This is a HeadGum Podcast. We're back. We're back, Jack. We're back. Sarah just texted me to say, well, she texted me 10 minutes ago to say, hey, I'm going to be running the food processor in here. And then now she has started. Okay. Running. That's ideal. I love that she waited until. (laughs) Very kind of her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But she is making my, my dinner. And then I, on the other hand, am at home and not the co-working space. Yeah. For the first time in about six months, the train just went by. Yeah. The fridge is running. Mm-hmm. I'm in my living room. I need to speak quietly because the boy is asleep and I'm here solo parenting because my wife is doing something. Wow. You can't have everything. Jack. Yes. The year is 2019. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> great to kind of ground yourself the skies are scorched black yes marred by thousands of atomic weapons that have been detonated on the surface of the planet earth yes what detonated those weapons jack robots well a sophisticated ai yes called cloud ai (laughs) Uh uh-huh Humanity's last hope, Jack. We're still around. Still around. We're not not around, but we're not the bosses anymore. Scrap clawing our way along the silt-covered earth. Yes. As cybernetic exoskeleton metallic terminators crush our skulls. Yeah, I, I know all of this. Yes. Humanity has one hope, Jack. Okay, I thought... What I thought was that there was no hope because of all. Sorry, because the machines have like laser eyes. Humanity has two hopes. Okay. Oh, great! That's this is just getting better and better. Their names are Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. Okay. Now that now I'm worried and disappointed. And we're still alive, and okay. we've we've survived somehow. Mm-hmm. The cloud AI purge, and what they've decided to do is send us back. Oh thank God! Okay. They thought, if we send Tanner and Jack back to the year... 1996? 1994. Four, okay. Maybe they can right this wrong, undo the future. Okay. And stop the Cloud AI and the Terminators from taking over. Mm Mm-hmm. But there was a bit of a miscalculation. Was there. Okay. Because when they sent us back from the year 2019, <laughs> the 2019 to 1994. Uh-huh. What happened? We didn't go back as adult men. Okay. Jack. Yeah. We went back as babies. <laughs> okay. And this, Jack, mm-hmm. is the Babysitter's Club Club Babies. Okay. Is the name of the show now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what we do each week on the babies, it's like the Muppet Babies. Yeah. Okay. Do you get okay. it? No, I got it. Yeah. Same guys, but baby guys. Yep. Same guys, but baby guys. Yeah. Okay. 
And what we do on the show each week is we discuss the Babysitter's Club portrait collection. Okay. And we're babies, and that's... <laughs> and everything is babies now. Okay. Do you remember when we did the Babysitter's Club Club and there was no theme? Yeah. And then we did the Babysitter's Club Super Specials and it was all courtroom uh, themed? <laughs> yeah, why was that? And then we did the Babysitter's Club Mysteries and it was all gothic themed. Okay, and now it's baby themed. Now we're babies because okay. we've gone back in time and we're babies. And that's the theme of the books. Okay. That's the theme of the show. And it's the Babysitter's Club Club Babies. Okay. My name is Baby Tanner Greenring. My name is Jack. Baby Jack. Okay. Widow Baby Jack. Okay. Look at him roll around in his little diaper. Okay, good. This is gonna be great. <laughs> here's the here's the here's one issue I'm just wanna I want to acknowledge up front. Yeah. And kind of get out in front of. Yeah. Something I recognize. Okay. There is a fetish called the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking about. <laughs> Which is gonna make this slightly more technical, I yeah. think. Than it would have just like a normal a, a normal theme, right? But I think that's just kind of a hurdle we have to clear. Well, the Muppet Babies managed it too, and they probably the had Muppet to Babies managed it. I've never this. heard one single person ever bring up adult baby fetish. No, with regards to they Muppet navigated babies. that perfectly, and they did that because they stuck to the brief, which was same guys but baby guys. Yes. Same guys, but baby guys. None of this hanky-panky stuff. None of this hanky-panky stuff. Yeah, it's the same guys, but baby guys. There's nothing sexual about this show. Great. That's perfect. And that's something we say at the top of every episode now. Good. We're Um, Baby Jack and Baby Tanner, and this mm -hmm. is the Babysitter's Club Club Babies, and there's nothing sexual (laughs) about our adult baby thing that we're doing. (laughs) Same guys. But, but baby guys. Okay. Jack. Yeah. Do you want to do like your formal intro where you say all the stuff now that you know the premise of the show? And I don't know. So I don't know. I don't think I do. I might. So what are you want me to say it like a baby says it? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Please do. Um. We, oh, so I was thinking the way we could intro is the way Stacy intros. Okay. This week we read um, Babysitter's Club Portrait Collection number... No, that's not... Well, there are no, no numbers. No, 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 You're skipping... Stacey's that's book. not... You've, have you ever listened to an episode of our show? We... Not this show. Not this show. We greet each other. Show. We greet each other. Okay. And Stacey says, opens this book by saying, hello, room. Hello, room. And how does a baby guy say that? Hello, room. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Hello, womb. <laughs> this is going to be a journey. We're feeling out the space here. Hello, womb. Yeah. My name is Baby Tanner Greenring. Hello, womb. My name is Baby Jack Shepherd. And we're two adult men who are babies. And we're <laughs> adult babies. And this week we did read a portrait collection book. And we are in the past. And Anne sent us back. Anne sent us back. And... Jeannie. Jean. I say Jeannie. You say Jeannie, but her name is Jean. Someone called J-E-A-N-N. Jeannie Betancourt, and she's got an extra N and an extra E on her Jean, and it's very difficult not to want to dwell on that. So Anne is Sarah Connor. 
Anne is no. Anne Jean sent is, us back. Anne is John Connor. John Connor, right. Anne is Skynet? Anne is John Connor. Anne is John Connor. Jeannie Jean is is probably Sarah Connor. No. Probably Sarah Connor's not in it. Where is Sarah Connor? No. What's the name of the guy in the first Terminator? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Where Arnold? Okay. T one hundred? Yes. Okay. Okay, one of us has to be T-100, and the other one can be Kyle Reese, the soldier. I call T-100. Okay, I'm Kyle Reese. He dies in the first one. Spoiler for Terminator. He dies at the end of it. <laughs> but I'm baby Kyle Reese. You're baby Kyle Reese. I'm baby T-100, and it's 1994, and we're babies. And what a <laughs> what a sophisticated circumstance we find ourselves yeah, in. Yeah, very sophisticated. Um, can I explain something to – are you done with the intro? Uh, no, 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 no. We're setting our terms here. Now I'm going to do the intro. Are you okay. ready? Yes. Okay. Hello, womb. Hello, womb. I'm baby Kyle Reese from Terminator 1, a.k.a. Baby Jack Shepard. And my name is Baby T-100, <laughs> okay. a.k.a. Tano Gwynwing. <laughs> okay. And welcome to the Babysitter's Club Babies. Babysitter's Club Babies. It's a new series. It's a new series where we talk about the Babysitter's Club Babies, the babies of the Babysitter's Club, and we're the babies, and we are from a post-apocalyptic future where the machines got us pretty good, (laughs) but we're back, and and we're babies. We do discuss the Babysitter's Club portrait collections, which is something Jack neglected to say. And we're going to go ahead and lump in... That one Shannon and that one Logan book. The Reader's Request series. Yeah, but we're going to lump them in because okay. they're, they're like solo books. You know? Okay, great. Perfect. And so this theme will really work for that. that well, the, yeah, the theme will work great for that. Okay. Jack, do you want me to Nope, tell... not yet. We're not done yet. And this week we read a novel that was called Stacy's Book, Portrait Club number one. Stacy's Book. And it's about Stacy. Actually, it's not number one. It's the first one chronologically They're not numbered. Written. It's written. It's the first one that was chronologically just say, written. Just say the Babysitter's Club Portrait Collection. It's the f- Stacy's book. Okay, because they're not numbered. This week we're discussing the Babysitter's Club Portrait Collection, Stacy's book. Okay, because they're not numbered, and they're not numbered, and there does seem to be some confusion about what the order is. But not for us because we looked seems up to think it's one way. Yeah, uh, Wikipedia seems to think it's another way. But the t- but time itself, time mm-hmm. the great master, time has decreed what way it is, which is that Stacey's book is the first book. is meaningless now yeah, that we scorch the heavens. It's going to be a lot of paradoxes. And burn the earth. Yes. And are baby, uh, baby guys now. And we're baby guys now. Yeah. Okay. Tell, the, <sighs> tell them the thing. Here's what happened, Jack. Yeah. You and I yes. decided to go very conceptual conceptual yeah last week and this we, this is not that this is just what normal. we did was we read the book yeah last week mm-hmm. and we sat down and we recorded a whole episode jack had a very fun idea yeah baby baby babies, babies. yeah baby babies mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> jack had a very fun idea baby babies yeah 
which was we will do each of these portrait collections, and there's only I think eight of them if we include Logan and Shannon. Logan and Shannon. We will do each one as a different genre, mm-hmm. be it a, a podcast genre or like a literary genre. Mm-hmm. So we we read this book and we sat down to record it, and we thought the funny thing to do would be a concept called Pod Save Stony Brook, mm-hmm. where we do our best impression of Pod Save America, the podcast, and mm-hmm. we do a politics podcast about Stacy. Mm-hmm. And we recorded the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And Jack texted me the other day and said, we cannot, we cannot run this. <laughs> I edited the whole thing. He edited the whole thing. It's done somewhere, and you will never it's, hear it. It exists. There's a, it's a crisp hour, too. It's really nice. It, it just perfectly cuts off right at an hour. You will never it's tight. hear it. It's fully edited, musical interludes. I listened back to it, and then I was like, no, we can't do this. It we tried to we tried to do something that is not in our wheelhouse. Maybe we'll hold a, a contest one day where someone can win the audio file. Oh, like Martin Screlly. One person gets it. For one million dollars, yes. you can have the lost episode. What if there's it's... a Patreon? So we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast, where yeah. you can listen to our little sister little episodes, which have not changed and they will not for many months. Decades. To come. Yep. What if there's a level mm-hmm. that's just a one-time level for a thousand dollars? Yeah, that is, you get Podsafe Stony Brook. Get sole access to Podsafe Stony Brook with a caveat that we recorded and edited the whole thing, which, by the way, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> uh-huh. And I decided that it can never see the light of day. <laughs> there are some good bits in it. I bet. But overall, a lot of bad bits too. It doesn't work. So we're taking another run at this one in a new approach, which yeah. is the Babysitters Club Club babies, where we are adult babies, <laughs> not sexual. And this one's fine to see yeah. the light of day because it's yes. a really good concept. We got the baby babies listening. We're not babies, but we are baby guys, and we're adult babies, and it's yes. not sexual, but not the sexual version. Yes, and it's not sexual, and it's not sexy. It's not well. There's so a lot of debate out there whether or not the other version of adult babies is sexy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A, a lot yeah. of people, myself included, would say no. Well, but that's why I make the distinction, right? Yes. Everyone agrees that that thing is sexual. A lot of people think sexual. it's not sexy. Some people do think it is sexy, though. right? But this show, and I'm not is, here to say that they're wrong. This show is neither. I'm that's not making my a point. judgment there. Okay, I know that, and no one is claiming that you are. But what I'm saying is that this show is neither, and it's important that we make that disclaimer. This show is two men who were sent back into the past yes. from the future. <laughs> but accidentally are the baby versions and, of themselves. Yes. And yes. yeah, we'll explore that space a little bit yes. more as this show progresses. I feel like we've got a solid concept. It's the Babysitter's <laughs> Club. I was going to call it the Babysitter's Club Portrait Club, but it's not that. It is... Babysitter's Club. Babysitter's Club Club babies. Babies. And we're babies, and we're talking about the babies of the Babysitter's Club. And this week, we're talking about Stacy. Yes. Um, hello, room, says Stacy. Hello, womb. And do we describe the book? 
Oh boy, do we? Yeah. Now this is like so. This is a new sort of sexy space we're playing. In <laughs> okay, and a re- quick reminder that the podcast is neither sexual nor sexy in any oh, way. Oh, right, right. So I, that's okay. We can play in a sexy space, but I just want you to re- kind of keep it's those like parameters a in mind. Sexy playpen that we're both in. <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. Right now, <laughs> I think if you take sexy out of that, we're off to the races. It's like we're... a playpen that we're both. Yes. In. Perfect. Yep. And we're both just feeling ourselves in this. Not literally, <laughs> but like emotionally and spiritually feeling ourselves. Okay, good. And it's a new space. Yeah. And the rules are ill-defined. Yeah. So and do we, do describe, we describe the books? Yeah. Yes, I think we do have to. Yeah, I think it's good, too. I think it has historically been good, too. I think as we get into more and more obscure and esoteric texts, yeah. <laughs> the describing the book part is more important. It's very important, yeah. I think, in fact, it's so important that we should actually describe the books. Yeah. We could do it once. That could be the departure. Historically, now, we've done it twice. Do we want to do it once? Or do we want to do it twice? Okay. And maybe one person does it once, and they do it in a set amount of time. Okay. Yep. Just okay. to keep things moving along. Yep. That seems good. That has historically And then the other person does well. it, and they do like a bit of some sort. Okay. And the bit has to be adult baby themed, <laughs> or possibly Terminator themed. Um, should have thought of this before. Should have thought of this before, but this is this is what it's like to be in a playpen with two adult babies. Yeah, they didn't it's plan uncomfortable. anything. Yeah, you know, and you just have to figure it out as it goes. We sing about the books in the little sister books, and that's great. And it's a ended poem. up a being poem. a lullaby, very time consuming. A lullaby, <laughs> a poem. You have to do the recap as a lullaby-style poem. Okay, and then the other person describes it in 60 seconds? Yes. Okay. And this week I elect you to do the poem. Okay. Because you are the more competent writer. Okay. And because I have to sing the Little Sister song tomorrow. Perfect. Okay, that's great. I have to pee, so I'm actually going to hit pause while you're writing your poem. This is great for me. This is great. Thanks for This is really, I'm really thrilled with how this has <laughs> turned out. I'm going to hit pause. Okay, I'll see you in a little bit. I'll get to work. Bye. Bye. Babies. Okay, ready? Yes. I'm describing this book. Please do. In Via the Ancient Art of Poetry. It is a lullaby. And so actually, if any listeners have uh, babies who they're trying to get to sleep, now would be a good time to just kind of put the podcast up to their cribs. Yeah, actually, Tanner, that's you, right? You got is Miles, or is he already asleep? Uh, clearly, you're looking at your notes and not the screen. Oh, wow. Okay, you're showing me the baby monitor. Miles looks like he's fast asleep. I'm actually going to hold down the little microphone button so I can talk to him through the monitor and just yeah. play him the audio of you doing this. That's perfect. Okay, I'm really pl- delighted to hear that. Okay, so I'm just going to sing to him. Ready? This is for you, yes. Miles. Do you want me to sing it loud so it gets through the monitor? Or? No, I want you to sing it like a fucking lullaby. Okay. And this is a describing the book. And this is yes. the concept that we've definitely landed on that we're doing. Seems like it. Okay. I am now doing a lullaby about this book. Rockaby Stacy in NYC. 
The Macy's Parade is coming for thee. Cinderella's crown tragically fell, but you did catch it just like Henry Ellard, the wide receiver for the Washington Redskins from 1994 to 1998. <sighs> you want me to keep going? Is there more? Yeah, there's three parts. Yeah, because it's not like you haven't even done it. Now you're in Maine Three years later Dad brought his work Cause he's such a hater You met a new friend Named Mara O'Connell Then dad broke his ankle Just like Donald Penn The new tackle that the Washington Redskins just signed He broke his ankle? Uh, He had hurt himself That's too bad and then if you want me to keep going to for the third part? I think so. Okay. Rockabye Stacy, now it is now. Claudia is here. Holy cow. I forgot about the lane part, but I didn't have time. Tanner made me write this dumb rhyme. Okay. And I didn't couldn't get a Redskins thing in the third part. So That's too bad. <laughs> you were really working at it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a lot of, so do you think that's a, like a solid uh, I think the con I think the concept is solid. Okay. You didn't like the rhyme? I thought the rhymes were great. <laughs> okay. I wish here's a few things I wish would have happened. Yeah. You would have gotten a Washington Redskins thing into the third thing. Yeah. I wish that too. The I really wanted I really wanted it. Um two, mm-hmm. there was some kind of discernible tune. Yeah, that would have been nice. That you were singing. Yeah, it's Rockabye Baby, I think. I don't know any lullabies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do you want to describe the book? Oh, gosh. And what a pickle I've put myself in, too, because we read it a week ago. Well, I've given you a structure to describe the book. There are four parts to it. Okay. The, there is a Cinderella part. There is a Lane Cummings part. There is a Mara O'Connell part. And then there is a Claudia part. And if you can just... Shut up. Get out of my head. Okay. Get out of my head. Shall I'm, I just I'm put there. on a timer? You want me to do I've it? I inhabited myself a week ago, and I'm there. What's a baby type timer? How long is Baby Shark? No, fuck you. No, I w- absolutely under no circumstances. We will lose listeners. <laughs> I think it's doing some kind of. Uh, here's what you do. Yeah, you crank up your music box. Mm-hmm. And the music in the music box lasts exactly 60 seconds. Okay, that seems good. All right, that's what we're going to do. We're going to crank up the baby music box, and uh, you're going to describe this novel in 60 seconds. Are you ready to start? Go, 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 go. Stacy has been given an assignment to write a self-portrait for English class. Mm -hmm. And it's an autobiography. And she starts with her childhood in New York City where she volunteered to work on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade where she manned the Cinderella float and she was so excited she told everyone in her class I'm going to be 
hang out with Cinderella, and then when, when she was on the float, Cinderella lost her crown, and Stacy reached over to grab it for her right as they were going by the cameras. So when she got home, they're like, we missed you, Stacey. You weren't on the cameras. And she's like, oh, shucks. But Cinderella gave her her crown anyway. Part two, Stacy is in dance class with Lane, and they skip a bunch, and then they get in trouble for skipping so often and walking around New York City as two, like, eight-year-olds. Part three, she goes to Maine and meets this girl called Mara O'Connor on vacation. Part four, uh, she is, it's the current, now it's now. And, and she and Claudia um, are fighting. Um, bad job on part three and four. She meets Mara O'Connell and Mara is like like a country girl. She's like a, she's Irish? It's it's unclear, but we've never heard of her before, and we never hear of her again. She's like a dryad, and then and and yeah, and Stacy's dad breaks her his ankle, and yes. although Stacy and Mara didn't get along well at first, Mara's can do like she drives a the car, even though she she's drives 13, the truck to hit to the hospital, and that that makes Stacy and Mara kind of see eye to eye, and then in Claudia's case, Claudia's visiting New York. Yes, in the current time, Claudia is visiting New York and is feeling very insecure. Because She's feeling she alienated. She can't, can't compete relate. with New York. Yes. But they do make friends. And I did, I have, for some reason, I have, this is a segment now, I guess. It's where I have written a uh, quiz for you. Okay. And it's it's called the... And we do this every week. We write a quiz. Yeah, and it's called Which Stacy Are You? Which Stacy are you? And it's yeah. the Babysitter's Club baby baby quiz of the of the week. Week. And this week it's and it which... helps you it helps shape your identity as you And you can play along at home. It's which Stacy are you in time. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You and I are now quantum leaping. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. We've been warped back into our baby bodies in 1994. Wait, so we're grown-ups now, but and we're we in to, baby bodies. Yes, and okay. we need to piece together our own futures okay. in order to get back to our own timelines. Okay. While we're trying to save the future. <laughs> okay, so we good. need to discover little bits of our own identity. Great. Perfect. You know? Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is figure out what kind of Stacy we would be. Right, and what Stacy we would be in time. Yes, Yep, and there are four Stacys in this book. Uh, there's Cinderella Stacy. There's Lane coming Stacy. I would call it Truant Stacy. Oh, we didn't talk. About, you didn't talk about that. Did you talk about that? What yeah, happens? I the did. ballroom I dancing. Did. Okay. Yes. Okay. Then there's Mara. There's Wild and Main Free Maine Stacy. And then there's New York Modern cl- uh, Babysitters Club Stacy. Right. Um, and so I've written this quiz for you. It's got four questions. And I will n- be able to know with 99% accuracy which Stacy okay. you are. Help me piece together my identity. Okay, question one. Yes. What is your favorite Disney princess? And you only are allowed to choose from four. Okay. Cinderella? Merida? I think that's one. That's one, right? Merida? Yes, from Brave. Ah, uh, yes. Moana? Moana? Moana, yes. Or Jasmine. My favorite Disney princess is Moana. Okay. What is yours? I'm not doing it. Okay. Pick a friend. Any friend? No. Jack Ro- Shepard. No, that's nice, though. Ross, Rachel, Phoebe, or Monica? Oh, I've never seen f- friends. Pick a friend. Ross. Okay. 
That's that you obviously have never seen Friends. Pick a supporting BSC character. Jenny Prezioso, Tripman, Sonny from California. Winslow. Or Ashley Wyeth. Tripman. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the final question. Pop quiz, hotshot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Try to save everyone. Drive the bus real fast. Defuse the bomb or quietly get off the bus. Is there an option that's all of the above? Because that's what Keanu did. Oh, yeah. He did do all of the things. Yeah, no, you can't do that. I'd need a definite answer from you. Because there's a you need the tiebreaker. Yeah, I need the tiebreaker. Try to save everyone. Okay. And you are are you ready for this? Yeah. You are five year old Stacy, Cinderella Stacy. Okay. I like that because that's that's Stacy before she got bad and obnoxious. Yeah, and you saved you saved the Macy's parade. I did save the music. You're the type of person who brags your whole class or about Thanksgiving Day. I'm just I'm giving you your quiz result, your answer, your result. Oh, and I shouldn't respond. Well, I'm just telling you about yourself. Don't you want to know? Yes. You so you're the type of person who uh brags your whole class that you're going to be on TV and so the whole class dutifully watches and then at the last second you get Cinderella's crown off the floor just as the TV cameras are approaching. And Cinderella isn't even that grateful, and you're also not on TV, and even your parents are like, what happened? How did you fuck this up? Sorry, Cinderella gave me her tiara. Yeah, but no. So, as, as far as anyone knows, you just like said you were going to be on the float, and you weren't. And well, so that's the kind of- I can show- hey, Jack? Yeah. I can show them the tiara. Yeah, okay. It'll go over kind of well, but it's, uh, it's, it's a bad consolation prize, and it only works because five-year-olds are easily distracted. It's not a bad consolation prize it could, because it is a consolation prize, and otherwise there would be no consolation prize. It's an early failure in what will become a pattern of failures throughout your life. Just take the result. Just fucking take the L, man. Jack? Yeah. If my life was a pattern <laughs> of failures, why yeah. would they choose me <laughs> to go back into the past Save the future. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. And you're right. And it's maybe a paradox. And I'm five-year-old Stacy. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, do I need to give people information so they can play along at home? You're going to explain the quiz to them. Yeah. If you answer a lot of the first one, you're five-year-old Stacy. If you answer a lot of the second one, you're eight-year-old Stacy, and it's Lane Cummings Stacy. If you answer a lot of the third one, you are Mara Stacy on Maine. And if you answer a lot of the fourth one... You are Claudia Stacy, modern Stacy. That's the okay. that's how it goes. So figure okay. it out for yourself. And figure we did a whole yourself. fucking quiz for you, and it's for free. So it was for free. It was for free. And we're babies, adult babies. <laughs> um, my turn to do a segment, I guess. Most of my segments, I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking no. at my notes. Yeah. Most of my segments are politics themed. Politics themed, <laughs> which makes it tricky to find. Something in here, I guess, while we're talking about adult babies. Great. This is perfect. I'm glad this is not just a through line for this episode, but it's going to be something we're going to revisit throughout the entire run of this portrait collection. There was a, a, a sort of a racy passage in here. Okay. That I wanted to discuss. Okay. Yeah. No, I did notice this. Yeah. And I guess, is this a new segment for the portraits? Okay. Because a brief reminder, the podcast as by the rules that we've established 
is neither right. sexual. It's not sexual. Nor sexy. Right. Okay. The segment is called Racy Passages with Two Adult Babies. Okay. Okay. Great. Perfect. Racy Passages with Two Adult Babies. Yeah. Great. And here's the passage. Mm-hmm. As I'm telling you this, I realize that both times we moved to Stony Brook, it was because of one of the big D's in my life. The first time was because of my diabetes. And the second time was because of divorce. Okay. But the second time I moved here without the good D in my life. <laughs> okay. And that's the racy passage with two adult babies of the week. Okay. And the good D is is dad. Dad. I miss yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's useful that sometimes I misunderstood. Read, yeah, to read to the end of the, the all the way to the end of the sentence. Yeah, yeah. But it is. I think we can extrapolate from this. I guess I misunderstood. And should we even do the segment racy passages with two adult babies? I'd love to to not have it be a recurring thing. Um, but let's I, keep it in this week. Okay. And if it comes up again, yeah. If it comes up we'll, again, we'll have it. In we'll our back have pocket. no choice. We'll have it in our back pocket. So the good D is dad. When someone st- says yeah. to me, "If you and I were in the playpen together, yeah," and you said, "Like I need the good D," I wouldn't say it. You wouldn't say it. You wouldn't say it. You wouldn't say it. No. Here's what we would say. Here's what we might say. If my wife, if my wife came home tonight from her play, yeah. And said, I need the good D, I would be like, oh. So, all right. So, if your wife came home from her play and she said, I've been kind of bummed out lately. You probably noticed. And it's been because of divorce and diabetes. Okay. I think her parents got divorced many years ago. And and neither she nor I nor Miles is. Now I'm realizing that I moved to New York without the good D. Okay. What? Here's what I would say to her. Yes. I just did a very long adult baby role play with Jack. I am <laughs> not interested. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, Could I talk to you about something? Yes. Okay. Here's This is actually scary. Okay. Okay. We got to talk about Mare O'Connell, and it's something that Anne's hiding, and this is why they sent us back into the, pa- into the past. And we're going to try to gloss over time paradoxes because I know it's the present for us, but it's the past for them. And the present for us is 1994. You, the listeners. And it's the present for us and it's 1994. So does that mean it's it's worked? Whatever we've done in 1994 as adult babies has worked and they're in a safe alternate future where they're just like living their lives and listening to podcasts. Yeah, if they're listening to podcasts... It's worked. Okay. Oh, thank God. Yeah. But the present for us is 1994, and what I am scared about and what Anne has sent us to discover, because Anne sent us back to look into these books and look into the past of these girls that we've only known about the eternal present, Mm. because they are trapped, as you will know, in time. Or they were... God, the tense stuff is going to be difficult, but they were trapped eternally in time in the in future time. in the future but here in the past which is our present they are they are free from the constraints of time and we're learning things about them well but, so free from the constraints of time that they cover like an entire lifetime in one book in one book 
So what is Anne asking us to learn about? Well, what's the thing that fucking jumps out? Mara. Uh, okay, I was going to say, this episode, it's a lot of the adult baby stuff. Yeah, no, that does jump out at me. And it, it will, I will remind you that, that was, that's been mostly, you're, you've been the kind of the driving force of that being the, the main thing that we do as the defining feature of this show. And it's fine and it's good. And that's cr- how creative direction works. And I appreciate it. And I'm happy with it. That's good. We've heard about Lane before. We've heard about Cinderella. Uh, We've vaguely, yes. We've heard about Claudia. Yes, her Who friend. The fuck is Mara O'Connell? Mara O'Connell. She's, Hello, my Stacy goes Mara O'Connell. to Maine. She's, like she, she's writing her autobiography. Mara O'Connell is the mo- one of the most important people in her fucking life that she includes in her autobiography. It's definitely the like longest chunk of the book. Yes. Is the Mara O'Connell stuff. Tanner, I don't want to beat around the bush here. Yes. I went to anagramfinder.com and I found an anagram for Mara O'Connell's name and what I discovered shook me to my very core. Can I please say what it is? Yes. A normal clone. A normal clone. A normal clone. And you know what else it's an anagram for along the same lines? No clone alarm. Okay. So someone's trying to warn us off. Okay, Gene. <laughs> Jeannie Betancourt. <laughs> no clone alarm here. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. And if there were a clone, it would be a very it would be a normal one. clone. <laughs> and there's, but there is no clone. No clone alarm. No clone alarm here. And if there were, it would be a normal clone. So it would be a very normal. Why one. are we even still talking about? So this? why are we talking about? She it? doesn't look anything like Stacy, and she's got a confidence Stacy could never have. And she knows how to drive a car and a boat. Right. And she knows how to pick blueberries. And, and what would you do if you made a clone of Stacy and you wanted her to spirit it away so it could never be? In the same place at the same time as Stacy, you would take it to Maine, a state that no one ever goes to, and hide it on an island in Maine. On an island in Maine, and I would surround it by nature's most delicious sugary treat. Lobsters? Wild Maine blueberries. Okay, sorry. To ward Stacy away from it. Yes. What did you say? I said lobsters. Because Stacy is a diabetic and Stacy loves New York. So right. what you do is you create a rural hellscape right. full of berries. Yeah. That Stacy it's like kryptonite for Stacy. It's kryptonite for Stacy and she hates it. But they went there anyway, and so they broke Mr. McGill's ankle, so they get out of there. Anne and Jean did that. Anne and Jean did it. Which one of his ankles? Does it seem important? Well, he's got so many of them. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Mr. McGill, Ed McGill? Yeah. He's got a lot of ankles. How many ankles does he have, Tanner? I don't know, like five, six, what, seven, eight. What are you talking about? I don't know how many f- legs lobsters have. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm saying I don't know how many legs okay. lobsters have. Can, can I don't I, know if there's lobster scientists in, in the baby babies. Yeah. Can I say what I'm thinking? Baby babies, if there's any lobster scientists out there, yeah. please let us know. How many ankles lobsters have? Okay, can I pull back a little bit to what I'm thinking? And this is a a space where we can share what we're thinking. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know how many ankles they have. (laughs) Okay. Mr. McGill is Stacy's dad, who's a man. Yes. Well, yeah. Uh, Like a man lobster, or like a living lobster. He's like a lobster. He's a lobster. Okay, and why do you think that? 
There's a passage in the book that says he is. Okay, I missed that. That's why I was confused. And He's a lobster. You, okay, let's hear the passage. Stacy's talking to Lane. They're about mm-hmm. to go on their main trip. Mm-hmm. Lobster is what Maine is famous for, Lane said. And they're not hard to cook. You don't even have to kill them. You just throw them live into boiling water. When the shell turns red, they're cooked. Oh, yeah, and you don't have to take their guts out until you eat them. Some people think that the guts are delicious. I watched my dad eat them once. They're this pukey shade of green. Ew, said Stacy. They put them live in boiling water and eat their guts? My parents are turning into cannibals. Oh. Cannibals, Jack. is So when you're a cannibal... Yeah, no, I'm seeing it. Right, I'm right about this one, right? A cannibal eats, eats their own. Eats their own. Okay, so this is something that I feel like Anne could have fleshed out a little bit more in the books. It's weird that we've made it this far into all of these books. And yeah. We read all of the Babysitter's Club books. We read all of the super specials. We read all of the mysteries. We even read one super mystery. And yet... It's never come up before. No. That Stacy is a lobster. The daughter of a lobster. Well, is she a lobster? I don't know. But she I don't I'm not quite sure how genealogy works and if there's any genealogy scientists out there. Mm-hmm. Please let us know, but if your parents are lobsters, yeah. Does that make you a lobster? I'm sure it would have come up in the books. But it she says pretty clearly here. Yeah. My parents are turning into cannibals. Right. So her parents are lobsters. Yeah. Is she a lobster? We Is don't she know. a lobster? Unsubstantiated. And while we're on the topic, yeah. how many ankles do lobsters have? Oh, I don't. it's very difficult to say because they've got a right. lot of little, little leggies. Some of their legs are maybe hands. I don't know. You know what I'm realizing is we could have called the segment where I discovered that Mara is a clone of Stacy the clone zone. What did we call it? I don't know. And then it's too late now. It just feels like a real missed opportunity. Right. Um, Do you want to take a quick break? Yes, please. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. Their online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, And in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. 
Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Babies. Check. (laughs) Okay. We were on break just now. Yep. And I couldn't get this thought of... Stacy the lobster person out of my head. Okay. And I was looking at my notes on the book here. It's just a stunning omission. Hey, I'm Christy, and one time my mom was trying to babysit my little brother, and she couldn't find any available babysitters, and I figured, what if my friends band together and formed a club, and one of them is a lobster? See how easy that is? I did it in a couple sentences. One of them's a fucking lobster. I'm looking at the cover of this book. Yeah. And there are four portraits of Stacy. Uh, okay. And I'm looking at it too now. And you're not wrong. Fuck. Okay. So I have blown apart the structure of this book. It's four versions of Stacy, right? Yeah. It's young St- Cinderella Stacy. It's Stacy with Lane. It's Stacy with Mara. And it's Stacy with Claudia. The central one is modern Stacy. In the center of the book, we've got a picture of Stacy with Claudia. That's number four. And then just off to her right, up top, is Cinderella Stacy. It's her at the Macy's Day Parade. She's five years old. And then just off to her left, she's dancing with her best friend, Lane. It's Lane Stacy. And then at the bottom right of this book is a lobster. Lobster. It's just a literal lobster that Hodges has drawn here. Yes. So I think confirmed on <laughs> on that theory, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Stacy is a lobster. Confirmed by Gene. Confirmed by Anne. Confirmed by Hodges. We're putting the pieces together. We're putting now, the pieces together. The the future is being saved as we speak. And the future is now. Yes. I just is just something we say, I think, now. And now, Jack, yeah. on to a segment that you do. Okay, and it's called... This, not everything is a segment. I just have something I want to talk to you about. Okay. Tanner, I want to reuse passage. Okay. And it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt your feelings. On behalf of a friend of ours. Because there's okay. a vicious attack in this novel. And I don't know whether it's being leveled by Anne or Jeannie or Stacy herself. Okay. And this is about someone that we care about very deeply. My friend Josh. 
No, stop. No, don't. No, there's nothing. No, nothing more needs to be said about that. No, it's not that. It's not Josh. It's someone else that we care deeply about. Expsharepod.com. And we're just continuing to dwell on it. Is that the idea? Because oh wait, can you tell for the audience? Am I in this one? You're not. Okay, great. And was I invited to be in it? No. Was I specifically disinvited from being in it? I don't think specifically, no. But had it had I asked to be in it? We don't have guests. Okay. <sighs> Listen to this, Tanner. Okay. The first person I saw when I came into the bright classroom, which was also big, was Petey Squires, old muddy feet Pete. You can imagine my disappointment. The only other person I recognized was Lane Cummings. Old muddy feet Pete? You know that's a direct attack on, Tanner? Oh, gosh. There are two words in that name Mm -hmm. that when you said it the second time really jumped out at me. And I thought, oh, that reminds me of, and then I realized, oh. It reminds me of the sweet feet of Sweet Pete Larangis. Sweet feet Larangis. Sweet feet Larangis. Feeder Larangis. And you say, oh, muddy feet Pete. Let's attack him right in his strongest point. The thing that he is most known for. The thing that people around the world, lovers of children's books... Only thing he's lovers known for. of literature. The only thing he's known for, honestly, the only thing he's known for, his sweet, sweet feet, Peter Larangis. Yes. And what does Anne or Jeannie do? Just this fucking shot across the bow. This is throwaway line. Oh, we're gonna. I'm gonna put someone in the book, and it's gonna be called Muddy Feet Pete. So when you think about Pete, you're gonna not gonna think about how sweet those feet smell. You're gonna think about how muddy they look. Jean sent a fax to Anne. Yeah. Because it's 1994. Okay, good. She got on... Facts. Facts. <laughs> she got on AOL Online. Yeah. Keyword, Big Ann, mm-hmm. which is how you got to Ann's page back then. Yeah. And she sent a message to Ann that said, have a throwaway gross boy character, mm-hmm. need a name. And Ann was like... Okay, so this is Ann. Yeah, I think this is Ann. I think back then, 94... Anne realized that Pete was the superior Babysitter's Club writer. Right. And felt threatened by that. Felt threatened. Yep. He had done a couple of ghostwriting gigs on the Babysitter's Club. She saw him coming for the throne. Yeah. She saw how beautiful and clean and... Kissable. Kissable his feet are? Yep. And she said, I have the perfect name for you, Gene. Yeah. Muddy feet. Old Muddy Muddy Feet Pete. Muddy Feet Pete. That's... It's just sad. It's sad. So, okay, yeah, this is sad. It's a hit job. It's a hit job. It's libel. Yeah, it's libel. Pete, if you're listening, yeah, and I pray you're not. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not. Your feet. Yeah, I can smell them from here. Will always be my North Star. <laughs> okay, that's nice. And I think in saying that, you've undone 20 years of hurt. And that's all it takes sometimes. Yeah. You see baby babies? Yeah. Next time you see someone suffering, yeah. Just go up to them and say your feet are my north star. That's perfect. That's great. Um do we do the burn of the week in this one? We could. Yeah. 
and we should, okay. and I did capture one. Okay. The tricky part is going to be how we do it. Okay. Because in the Babysitter's Club Club, we did dubstep and buh, 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 buzz. Mm-hmm. In the super specials, we did... It's a very tortured thing with a Slavius porpoise. <laughs> in the mysteries, we had a poem, yeah. gothic poem. And in this one, it has to be baby-themed. So maybe baby-proofing? Because burns and babies are bad. So maybe it's a baby-proofing tip? No. Is that anything? No. Okay, let's keep workshopping it. Burns, baby. No. Are you Googling something? No. You have a distant look. I'm trying to think of... Burns and babies. A bairn is a Scottish word for a baby. And it's... Okay. Yeah. So maybe it's like a, a little like Scottish intro. So, so it's like... <laughs> bagpipes. There's bagpipes playing and it's... Yeah. Bairn of the week. Bairn of the week. That's good. Great. You're going to have to do it every week, though, because I can't do a Scottish accent. And barely can I. But I do think you should do Baron of the Week okay. uh, in the Scottish accent. Okay. And there is and it's bagpipes bag playing under it. And it is this week's Yeah, but it's good to do. And what I'm going to do for this one is I'm going to phone. I'm going to use my phone a friend. Oh, okay. Ring, ring. Sorry. Beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. Beep, boop, boop. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Did you hear that? Ring, ring. <coughs> ring, ring. <coughs> Hello? Hello, hello. Is this um, Goliath? Goliath, how about he? Yes, I'm a baby. <laughs> oh, no. It's 1994. Uh, <laughs> okay. And I am a junior exec, baby okay. exec. <laughs> no. And I'm not a high-powered businessman. I'm a high-powered business baby. baby. Okay. Hey, mm-hmm. I give permission to a rapper someday to use this, but listen to this cool lyric I just came up with. Okay. I'm not a high-powered business, baby. I'm a high-powered business, baby. That's good. That works. That's good. And any rapper can take that or just make t- minor tweaks to it mm-hmm. and use it for whatever they want. And this is 1994. Right. Um, Goliath, it's great to speak. Be speaking. Great with you. to speak to you. And remind me what your name is. I'm Baby Jack Shepherd. Baby Jack Shepherd, man, it's been a while <laughs> from the uh, Babysitters Club Babies. How the podcast. hell you been? I'm doing great. Uh, and I have a question for you that relates to our Bern of the week this week. Okay. I was interested to learn that from uh, this book that I read this week called Stacy's Book Portrait Collection Number Unnumbered. They but don't the first have one numbers. We're reading. Yeah. Huh. Here's a tip. And this yeah. is a future. This is a future biz tip for yeah. any writers or series publishers out there. Yeah. Number your books. <laughs> <laughs> That's really helpful. 
Yeah. Can be helpful. Because then, and this is another future tip, <laughs> Yeah, if anyone decides to do a podcast about the books... They can know which one to do first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. Great. Uh, my question is about this something... This is kind of my okay. thing. Yeah. Baby Goliath Hardbody. Yeah. <laughs> I give... Can I, can I give you a quick Forecasts. Note? Goliath Hard Baby. Bi- <laughs> and this is my thing, Goliath Hard Baby. <laughs> yeah. I do sort of business forecasting, and yeah. I, I sort of predict the markets from 1994, and I give some sort of expert-level tips to thought leaders in any number of industries. Mm-hmm. So that's just a few of them. What is it? Number your books? Number your books. Do a podcast about the books. <laughs> if you're Jay-Z, maybe write a th- song and have a lyric in there that's, I'm a businessman, not a businessman. Baby. Baby. <laughs> Um, my question is actually about business, and that's why I've called you up, and it's for our segment, Baron of the Week. And uh, th- this week, I want to ask you about something that I read in Stacy's book, and it's about your business. And that's okay. why I've called you up, and it's this, and I would love for you to speak on Futures? It. Yeah, uh, Cinertech. You don't know this yet. It's in the future. Cinertech. You're going to start a company called Goliath Industries, which is basically just like a acquisitions company. And that company is going to acquire a company called Cinertech that is run by a guy called Rich Richson, and it's a babysitting conglomerate. Wow. And I feel as though you've really shaped my destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no fate but what you make. That's a Terminator reference. Wow. Oh, Terminator. Sorry. Terminator is a movie that's going to come out. No, it came out several years ago. Terminator 2, though. I think maybe came out two years ago. It's what is it, nineteen ninety four? Yeah. Okay, well guess what? Terminator two is uh going to came out three years ago. <laughs> I saw it, I loved it. Man, <laughs> I, I, I would love it if they made a Terminator three in <laughs> fifteen years. It's gonna be really good and uh, as somebody who recently saw the Terminator six. Uh-huh. Just keep getting keep your, better. Keep your hopes up, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really want to ask you something about what I've read about what happens in your business later and one of the hires that you've made. Hit me, man. Like this. It was my turn. I took a quick peek at the class and scurried back. Lane, you're not going to believe who's in the class. Randall Peterson III. Randall was the snobbiest boy in our grade. He bragged that he was going to be a senator someday. And then president. If a teacher or even another kid didn't add the third when they said his full name, he would correct them. Lane and I whispered to one another that Randall Peterson III figured he better learn ballroom dance so he'd look good at his inaugural ball when he became president. Yeah. President of jerks, Lane added. <laughs> And that's my Baron of the Week this week. President of Jerks. He did look great. Yeah. At the ball, at the gala we threw him. Randall Peterson III. RP3. Okay. Yeah, he looked great. He was he was dancing very elegantly out there at the, the ball, the gala we threw him um, when I promoted him. In the future. No, no. We're business associates. Oh, okay. So you got a President of Jerks. You have a President of Jerks. Yeah, Hard Baby Industries. Yeah. Oh, it exists now. I didn't realize. Well, Hard Baby Industries exists now. Yeah. You got a lot of jerks in your company. Yeah, it's mostly jerks. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a president of jerks, and what does he do? Uh, he's got a lot of jerk-like tendencies. Yeah. He's kind of got this obnoxious swagger to him. 
Um, unearned confidence. Mm-hmm. Inherited wealth. Okay, that's great. Unearned inherited wealth. Mm-hmm. Looks down on people who are poorer than him. Mm-hmm. Does he uh, let other people speak during meetings? Uh, he Not often, yeah. but when they do, especially if they're women, mm. he will repeat what they say okay. and claim it was his idea okay. and people will like sort of, oh. oh that's good. great. And do like applaud. Um, and then at at, the, at lunchtime, when someone has brought their lunch, um, does would he uh, just allow them to eat their lunch in peace, or would he like make comments about it? He'll if it so he off if it's anything ethnic. Yeah. Okay. He'll usually do a pretty offensive impersonation. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Right. Great. RP three is the head man, though, man. He's the main guy. He's the main guy, and uh, and we're both babies. Remember? Yeah. No, I remember. We're all babies here. Yeah, we're all babies here. That's great. We get out there, me and RP3, we hit the squash court every single day. Mm-hmm. Baby squash court. Baby squash court, yeah. Yeah. And he's just kind of a jerk. Um, can I ask you a question that I think you might find to be a weird question, but I'm just going to go with it since we're talking and I've got you on the phone. Mm. Do you have a like a like a burn you found in... in um, Stacy's book, the Anna Martin and Jeannie Bettencourt novel that just came out in our time just this year about Stacy. Did you find a burn in it? I only read biz books <laughs> okay. that help me sort of get ahead in yeah. the business world. For instance, this year I read Who Moved My Cheese? <laughs> business. Almost certainly Who Moved My books. Cheese. Please tell me it's Who Moved My Cheese. This year I wore, I read The Warren Buffett Way. Here's a hot tip for you. Four years from now, a man named Dr. Spencer Johnson. Four years from now? 1998. Okay. A man named Dr. Spencer Johnson is going to change the face of the earth with a, a best-selling book called Who Moved My Cheese. Okay. And it's about, I think it's about mice. I don't know. I haven't read it. Okay. Do you want to know something about me, the man inhabiting the role of... The Goliathar baby. Goliathar baby? Yeah. I cite Who Moved My Cheese regularly at work, <laughs> and I have never read it. <laughs> it's a classic. Anyway, uh, yeah, I had one. Hit a burn. Okay, what is it? The other thing about Claudia is that she's an absolutely amazing artist. She can make something beautiful out of any old thing. Hand her a paperclip, and she'll hand you back a wire sculpture of a cat. And she makes awesome earrings out of scraps of this and that. The rest of the Babysitter's Club members give her our old and broken jewelry, and she remakes it into great new jewelry. Claudia Kishi has talent with a capital T, though she'd probably spell it (laughs) T-A-L-L-A-N-T. That's your best friend, Stacey. (laughs) It's your best friend in the world, Stacy. You know what, Jack? Yeah. And uh, scene. And, oh, uh, Goliath! I'm gonna have to let you go. Thanks for the burn. And scene. And goodbye. If there's anything, this reading this book, yeah, really drove home for me. Yeah. It's that Stacy is the worst. Okay. Stacy is bad, and she's the worst. And fuck Stacy. Okay. She, oh, she's just so obnoxious. All she talked about was. 
three of the four stories were about living in New York, and one was about diabetes. And my burn this week was her burning her own best friend, Claudia okay. Kishi, without e- like Claudia wasn't even there for it. She's just fucking burning her like to us in her autobiography. In her, <laughs> this is like her teacher's reading this, and she's like, "Why are you fucking? Like, <laughs> why are you going after Claudia?" <laughs> Okay, I appreciate you holding yourself back. We did a whole book that's just about Stacey's past and present and future, and you held back right until the end with your feelings, and I do appreciate that. I have a comment about Jeannie that I have held back. Jean, but yeah. Until now, this is the end of the book. Assignment, autobiography, student, Stacey McGill, teacher comments. I enjoyed reading your autobiography. You worked hard on this assignment, and it shows. You have used good organization, keen descriptions, and good analysis of what your experience has meant to you. Grade A. Tanner, Jeannie, at the end of this book, Jean. gave herself an A for her <laughs> own fucking book. Yeah, yeah, she did. <laughs> Grade A, and she wrote her own review. Yeah. Good organization, keen descriptions, and good analysis of what your experience has meant to you. So I guess this is a segment we do. Yeah. Which is we copy and paste Gene's own review from the book into the iTunes review for the book. Yeah. And we publish. Okay, I'm going to do that right now. Whatever Gene decides is like the grade and write up for the assignment in each book. I hope she does this every time. All right, I'm doing this now. I pulled up iBooks reviews for Stacy's book. And I just want, I want to just do what Gene asks, right? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So I pulled up the iBooks review. I've hit five stars. It's great. I loved it. And ratings and reviews. We're going to be the first one to rate it. I've given it five stars. Write a review. What are we calling it? Gene's Betancourt. Betancourt, blimey. Mm. Is that good or is that No, bad? that's very bad. Um, I'm just going to say I enjoyed reading this because that's what Gene says. I enjoy reading this autobiography. And then in the review, I'm going to write, and we'll just have to do it in third person. Gene worked hard on this assignment, and it shows. She has used good organization, keen descriptions, and good analysis of what... Stacy's experiences. This is what Gene has been wanting for now 26 years. Validation? Yeah, she wrote this for us to do this. What Stacy's experiences meant to her. Grade A. A. Jack? Yeah. My wife is moments from walking in the front door. We did it. From her play that she's been at all evening. Leaving you to do the hard work of doing the podcast while you're baby. It was hard work. I had to go pick up this boy from his nanny. I had to feed him. Yeah. I had to goose him is what we call it. Okay, that's weird. What is it? It's He has eczema, so we like cover him in like lotions every night. Okay. And you wrapped him up in his little baby sack? Yeah. I had to walk the dog with him strapped to my chest. (laughs) Which is a pain. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, I make Jamie do this every most nights when we record. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And you did it. And, and am I a hero? I don't know. There does go my hero, though. And just watch him as he goes. The kid's asleep. He's fed. Yeah. yeah. He's happy. He's alive. 
And that's amazing. And you're amazing. And I recorded a podcast at the same time. And now I have to go. Okay, and now you're going to go, and now we're going to leave, and this is our new We thing. are two adult babies. My name is Baby Tano Greenwing. My name is Baby Jack. This week. This week, we read a novel that was called Stacy's Book, Babysitter's Club Portrait Collection. The one that is Stacy's book. Stacey's it's not book. numbered. And next week, we've decided, because it is chronologically relevant, that we are going to be reading a novel called... Claudia's book. And I think what we did this week was we jumped back in time. We yeah. are adult babies now, and it's yeah. not sexual. And, and it's, it's not, not sexy. sexy. Yeah. Adult babies, mm-hmm. jury's still out. Yeah. Definitely sexual. Jury's still yeah. out on whether or not it's sexy. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Jack might. I don't think I'm so. not sure, but we are Terminators, yeah. and we are one step closer to solving the crime of the past fixing solving the crime of the fa- past and fixing, and fixing the, future. the future yes and what you can do yeah baby babies mm-hmm. to help right the wrongs of this generation and save the future yeah is keep the cloud ai mm-hmm. from taking over by rating and reviewing the show on itunes mm-hmm. um you you have to give it five stars or the cloud ai wins yeah and it's like Roko's Basilisk. Basilisk, and you should never mention that. Yes. And ignore that and do not Google it. And please do uh, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. It's only $5 a month, and you get a whole new show. And that's $5.1994. Yeah, $5.1994. So it's a huge value. It's a huge value. And uh, it's a whole new show, and we sing to descriptions, and we talk about the little sister books. And I don't say this enough, but you must join the Baby Nation Facebook group. It's very good, and there are many wonderful people in there, and we have a fun time in there. Uh, that's it. That's all the things. Oh, buy our merch, bit.ly slash merch. We've got Thank some you. new merch up. We've got a Wine Crimes Stacy McGill t-shirt, which is topical for today. And we've got a Burn the Patriarchy, Strike Against the Patriarchy t-shirt, which is topical all days. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Jamie's getting home. What I would like to say is goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, fight the future. Fight the future. Fix the future. Are you doing all your outros? Oh, you want me to do them? I prefer fix the future. That's fine. Okay. Maybe something about how we're adult babies, too. Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip man. Take your dream horse through that maze. We're adult babies now. Fix the future. Claudia's wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. Okay. You worked hard on this assignment, and it shows. You have used good organi- You have used good organization, keen description. Organization. This is fun. This idiot. is going to be the, definitely going to be a fun vein to An a rich vein to mine. 
because I said organization. organization slightly wrong. You have used good organization, keen descriptions. The joke is that I um, dwell on every verbal miscue. Just dunked on Stacy for <laughs> correcting Claudia's. Good. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>